Talk Zone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Two guys at a mic show. TalkZone.com. Thank you for joining us. Beautiful Thursday here. Coming out of the fine city of Chicago. Hope it's uh, equally as beautiful wherever you might be listening. From Michael Moreau sitting in for the big dog. And the big dog is off the entire week, Michael. He is out in New York. What's he doing there? Well, I think he is, uh, I, I don't know, to be honest with you, but he's he's part of the 9-11 uh, memorial. We might, we might see him on TV. I have no idea. Maybe, uh, you know, Big Dog will be wrapped up wearing nothing but a flag and, you know, racing through uh, the streets of New York. Who knows? But uh, that's where he is. And, of course, we have the 9-11 uh, memorial coming up this weekend. Yeah, uh, it'll be a good one. You know, it's been 10 years. I can't believe it's been that long already. So I'm sure there'll be some uh, heartfelt memories coming out of that. And, of course, it coincides with NFL Sunday. We'll talk about that, make some NFL picks as we get into a little uh, weekend watch, college football, NFL football, sneak in a little baseball, U.S. Open as well. And, of course, the music brought to you by David Olson, music coordinator here at thetalkzone.com. Michael, if you ever have a, a bad headache and or constipation, either one of the two, if you listen to this music track over and over again, it will uh, either solve the problem or it will make the problem uh, significantly increase, one of the two. I'm going to say uh, increase the problem. You think so? I think so. I think that music, so you're saying that music can bring on massive headaches and or constipation. Yeah, not typically my style there. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Michael Moreau in the house, the proud, um, we think, graduate of University of Missouri. Uh, with us last week here, becoming a semi-irregular here at the Two Guys in a Mic show. Thanks for coming in, Michael. And uh, So today it is Two Guys in a Mic, literally. It, it is, and yeah. I always I always love to be here. Yeah, very nice. And by the way, your Missouri Tigers, victorious opening game, correct? They were. They struggled. They won 17-6 against Miami of Ohio. and They got a big game tomorrow on the road against Arizona State. Oof. The Sun Devil. Well, I used to remember when Arizona State was like a consistent top 10 team. Their sports programs, you know, I mean, they're always okay. But Arizona State hasn't hit that next level. Now, baseball, they always were a powerhouse. And I think they've even dropped in that category, though they're still pretty strong. But football and basketball, football in particular, and Mike, you're probably too young to remember, when they were like a top 10 team. On a regular, I mean, some of the top players in the country would go to Arizona State. And, and I got a uh, good friend of mine who's an ASU grad, and, you know, every year he, you know, pumps it up, and then I never hear from him for the rest of the college football. I mean, Arizona State hasn't been significant for a long time. No, the last time I remember them being a significant program, and I don't even think they were even that good at that point, is when Jake Plummer played there. Mm-hmm. And that's the, really the last time I remember them being a well-known program. Mm-hmm. And even then, I don't remember Jake Plummer's teams like being top ten, were they? No, they were 
They were yeah. not that good, but you know they were relevant because Jake Plummer played and he was going to be a top you know mm-hmm. NFL draft pick, Boy. one of the first QBs picked. You would think a school just you know absolutely gorgeous place, Tempe, Arizona, Sun Devil Stadium. Sun-drenched sun. You can almost hear Keith Jackson back in the day. Welcome to Sun-drenched stadium, Aaron. Or Sun Devil Stadium. Sun-drenched at a beautiful afternoon as the ASU Sun Devils take on the UCLA Bruins in a Pac-10 championship game. But uh, no, it's been a long time. Arizona State has suffered, but your Missouri Tigers are taking them on. Uh, where's that game at? It's it's in it's in It's in It's at Arizona State. Oof. Yeah. It's, right. It'll be a tough one with our young QB, but... We'll see. I think he's up to the challenge. Will you be uh, traveling with the Missouri alumni? No, I will not. I will actually be in Rockford with North Shore Country Day. Look at that. The guy's passing up a chance to rub elbows and probably knowing Mike a few other body parts with Missouri alumni. On the road in Tempe, Arizona. Arguably the best road trip of the year. Probably female alumni, even some of the current juniors and seniors calling you. Asking you to come on the road, but you pass it up for your dedication to the high school coaching profession. Yeah, it'll be a it'll be a fun game. We got got, got some talent. I, I guess Dave, as I'm describing that, Mike's starting to think, "Damn, what the hell am I doing here?" He's starting to write down numbers. Like I got a feeling. Uh, Hi, this is Mike. I won't be able to make uh, the high school game. I'll be out in uh, Arizona. <laughs> started to sound better and better as I uh, started putting that uh, baby on the docket, huh? But uh, that's outstanding. And what high school team do you coach? Uh, I work with the North Shore Country Day Raiders, and Beautiful. they're 2-0 right now and have a, a big game against defending conference champs, Beautiful. Rockford yeah. Christian. Excellent. Anybody, Ohio State or Michigan, looking at any of the players? Uh, I, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 888-463-6748, the phone number. We do have the M&M man, Michael Moreau, in the house with the coach. we got to make some NFL picks, Michael. I don't want to put you on the spot. But uh, we might go down division by division here and see, you know, it's the season opener today. Let's, I think that would be, uh, that would be fun to do. Yeah. I was thinking about that before the show. I don't know if the big dog's going to call it or not, but, uh, you know, we got to make our official predictions today. Tomorrow, of course, we'll play beat the schmoes. I was a little, um, hurt, if not mildly insulted that friend of the program, Michael Moreau, did not call up last Friday and uh, participate in beat the schmoes. You, Probably were busy talking to some of the female Missouri alumni, I'm sure. I was actually in San Antonio with my girlfriend for a wedding. Girlfriend? Yeah. I didn't know there was a... When did this happen? Um, in February. San and... you buying that, Dave? We've had a lot of excuses for Beat the Schmoes. Not, not a period. But pulling off a new girlfriend, pulling off San Antonio, and then the oldest excuse in the book, a wedding. I mean, it's, I, I, don't, I don't know if I can buy that. If anybody out there can confirm or possibly confirm the fact of my suspicions that this is all made up, any Mike Moreau fans out there, 888-463-6748, the phone number again, 888 I almost forgot the number. usually got it right in front of me. More importantly, how long uh, have you been with the uh, female commodity? Is this a new relationship? No, I've been, been since about February. That's when I met her. Wow. February. That's long term for you. <laughs> it is. Yeah, usually you're, you know, reputation wise, you know, a week is a, is a, is a good relationship for you. Since Feb. Is this serious or? Yeah, this is, it's potential? been a good one. All right. Is she listening right now? 
Uh, she's on a run right now, actually. So we can talk. So she might yeah. she might be l- l- catch the end of it. Uh oh. All right, so we got to get in all the good stuff for this. That's the problem with archive shows, though, Dave. The problem is if it's live and people can archive back in the day, we could say anything we want. You know, we someone could say they heard it, but we could deny it, and she'd never be able to prove it. Right, but, but now not, all you got to do is go on two guys mic or talkzone.com and you know the show's right there for you. Yeah, and everything's podcasted, so you have to watch all what right. you say. All right. So be nice. I will. Be nice. All right. San Antonio for a wedding with the girlfriend. All right, we'll let it slide. We'll let it slide, but I fully expect it tomorrow. A telecommunicative phone line as you know we play beat the schmoes. By the way, the dog went 3 and 0 in his first week. Uh, mighty impressive picking against the spread. Okay. Yeah. I went 1 in 2. Who did I have? I picked uh well, Dr. Jerry killed a brand-new coach from Minnesota, came through for me. I had Minnesota against USC, but I had Indiana against Ball State. I thought that was a for sure. Give up six points. Indiana, brand-new coach, firing up the troops. This guy, Kevin Wilson from Oklahoma, you know, talking big. He's got a little bit of Brian Kelly. I mean, he's slightly maniacal, but nevertheless, uh, you know, firing up the Indiana troops. First game, going up against Ball State. I figured give six points away, no problem at all. They, not only do they give, give up, they lose the game. I didn't even know that. I Ball didn't State so over Indiana. Football. Wow. Yeah, you never. I can't. You can't trust that Indiana program. They haven't done anything in the past. Man, oh man. Like, I figured ten first, years to know, earn that trust. First year coach, though, you gotta you know bump it up a little bit for the coach. True, but if you know, no matter what the coach does, if you don't have the talent on the field, it's not really going to mean much. Yeah. And then I had the Purdue Boilermakers. Uh, and I forget who they were playing, but I was giving up like thirteen points, and they barely won by. Four by three, I think I got a last-minute touchdown pass to win the game. So, But they're down to their, what, first game of the season, and they were down to their third-string quarterback already. Oh, wow. Yep. Lost uh, Rob Henry, and I think Robert Marv is out for a while. But at any rate, uh, inauspicious one and two. David Olson, our producer, off-the-cuff picks, went two and one, not too bad. Okay. We had a couple listeners come in two and one. Obviously, nobody beat the Schmoes in week one because if Joel goes three and oh, you can't beat the Schmoes. It's the beauty of beat the Schmoes is tie goes to the dealer. You, you can't tie the Schmoes to win a prize, folks. You got to beat the Schmoes. But you're up for uh, making some NFL picks, huh? Yeah, hope okay. I should be. Okay. We'll go by division by division, do a little uh, preseason prediction show. And uh, tonight, Mike Moreau, the NFL season opens up. Who's playing? Who's your pick tonight? Green Bay and the Saints and the games. Never in, heard of those two teams? No, no, yeah, I don't. I think one of them might have won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, maybe a possible MVP candidate this year and uh, Aaron Rodgers. So we'll see. Uh, what's your What's going to happen tonight? I think the I think the Saints pull it out. Uh, we'll see how that Green Bay defense holds up. You know, they're they they're pretty good, but I think the Drew Brees p- passing game, you know, might torch them a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know the nerves of you know the ring ceremony and all of that, and I think the Saints take it over, come in, and you know do what they have to do. Now, isn't Reggie Bush their primary running back this year? By the way, you want to check in, folks? Talk a little uh, NFL football as the season 2011 version does open up tonight. Eight 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 four six three six seven four eight the phone number. But um, what did I just ask you? Is Reggie Bush the primary runner? Thank you very much. I was going to get the Drew Brees in a second, but yeah, go to the backfield. Bush is their primary runner this year, right? He is not, actually. He's in Miami now. They traded. That's what I'm He's Miami's primary rusher. They signed Darren Sproles to replace him. 
And uh, Mark Ingram, I believe, is going to get some quality mm-hmm. quality rushes with Pierre Thomas. Pierre Thomas healthy? That, for, as far as okay. I as far as I last heard, he is healthy. Well, that's a pretty good one, two, three. It should be it should be good there. You yeah. got the power back, Mark Ingram, the uh, rookie out of rookie. Rookie out of Alabama. Out of Alabama ex Heisman Trophy winner when he was a junior. He's a he's a bruiser. He is. I like him. Yeah. And you got Pierre Thomas, who's the elusive type running back. Right. Got some power too. And then Darren Sproles, who is about what, like four feet eleven inches tall. I think so. But you know, it makes it hard to tackle him when Very, you're that small. That small and speedy. Small running backs are. It's an under. You know, people. Ah, you got to get the big backs that can take the punishment. These defensive guys these days are what about six three, six four? Massive, bigger you know, than that, six yeah, five. The, the, I'm even thinking the linebacker, the lineman, six five, six six. You know, it's hard, hard for them to get there. You know, lower the base down and actually try to tackle a guy who's about five feet three inches tall. It's an advantage to be small. It, def- it definitely is, especially if you're elusive, as and fast as Sproles is, and mm-hmm. he's definitely made the most of his NFL career. I never, coming out of college, I wasn't sure. You know how, Kansas, Kansas State? Kansas State, yes. Saw in person, dominate my Tigers, but mm-hmm. I wasn't sure how, coming out of college, how he would do, but he's made the most of his NFL career. Mm-hmm. And got uh, a got a decent contract from the Saints, I believe, too. Well, I like that. They, if those guys stay healthy, that's a heck of a one, two, three. Talk about three guys complimenting each other. None of them are the best running back in the NFL, but again, if they stay healthy, that's a pretty good uh, ABC you can throw out there in the backfield. They each kind of complement each other. Right, and then and in the NFL, it's gone away from the single dominant back. There's and most teams have two backs or yep. three backs they like to use. It's like the Giants, you know, a couple of years ago when they made that Super Bowl run, they had Bradshaw, Ward, and I'm forget um, I'm forgetting the, the other running back, Brandon Jacobs. Brandon Jacobs, yep. and they had those three. They all got you know a significant amount of carries and. I think that's the way you save running backs now. Mm-hmm. The multiple, so the, multiple the day of the system. load back is, uh, is, if not extinct, it's it's diminishing. It definitely is there because there you, if you look around, there are very few teams that actually have one, mm-hmm. one you know significant running back. You know the first team that comes to mind is like the Titans. They have Chris Johnson, Minnesota, Adrian Peterson, yeah. Peterson, and the Falcons. You know even they have Michael Turner, but. There are very few teams that have, you know, one significant back anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk a little football. Michael Moreau, the Eminem man in the house, proud graduate of University of Missouri. Uh, big game tonight, New Orleans and the Packers. Uh, very attractive opening game for the NFL. Hopefully going to be a good, good uh, appetizer, a good entry into what should be a great NFL 2011 into 2012 season. What about the real quick? Drew Brees is not a young guy anymore. You know, his he's been in an upward spiral, had a phenomenal NFL career. People coming out of college, right? Coming out of college, that thought he was too short. Yeah, not only was he not going to be great, they thought maybe you know he might not make it in the NFL, right? But now that he has made it and uh, he's been tremendous, at some point you hit the hill, and sometimes in the NFL you fall off rapidly. Could this? Could this be the year the Drew Brees magic fades? I don't. I don't think so. I think he's got plenty of talent surrounding him. You know, Lance Moore is not going to play tonight, but he's a big play receiver. And we just talked about their running backs. And I think Drew Brees is. He's been. He's been pretty consistent. So 
I, I don't think it's going to be the year that he falls off. Was he 32? I'm not sure. 31? It's, it's yeah. around there. He's been in the league for a while now. Yeah, he may prove me wrong tonight, but my football instincts, the little uh, goosebumps on the top of the epiderma here are telling me maybe, just maybe, the Drew Brees uh, great career might come to a rapid end this year, that he might be for a steep decline. Hope I'm wrong. Guy's been a lot of fun to watch. Great, pure passer. But I, I just have a feeling that uh, the demise of Drew Brees will be not gradual, but rapid, and it starts this year. There are a lot of fantasy owners that hope you're wrong, too. Yeah. What was he, like a top five pick? Uh, I wouldn't, probably not top five with all the running backs that go first. I'd say he's mm-hmm. definitely late first or early second round pick. Mm-hmm. Me yeah. personally, I took Phillip Rivers. What, uh, what pick? At number five. Number five. A lot of people thinking uh, very popular pick this year, San Diego Chargers. Very popular pick, Mr. Philip MacArthur Rivers, too. Yeah, I. It's 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 hard to predict what they're gonna do because you never know with Norv Turner how their luck will come. It always seems they'll they'll get to a certain point and mm-hmm. Norv Norv Turner will just he'll do something silly to. To yep. you know, bring them back a little. The Norvster is an offensive genius, one of those guys maybe that struggles a little bit as a head coach. And I will tell you, I do hope in addition to putting out a new playbook and studying it up and stuff, I hope Norv went to like a good dermatologist slash cosmetic person in the offseason. Because <laughs> the, uh, the close-ups of a Norv Turner could be a little bit rough. That's one of those coaches where you... One of those TV personalities, Mike, where you you almost wish HD television wasn't there, if that, you know what I mean. Yeah, I haven't paid too much attention, but I can see what you I can see, see what you mean. As you get older, these are the kind of thing you're you're watching offensive line schemes, defensive line schemes. I'm watching the line schemes of the coach's face. That's that's about where I am. Well, that's <laughs> probably all the stress from you know how him thinking how he's going to blow it this year. Mm-hmm. You know, last year was the special teams, and this year, you know, he's thinking which way is it going to happen. Doesn't he have his brother Ron on staff? He might. I'm I not. I'm so. not. I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, Ron's making the rounds now. That's 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 spontaneous combustion right there. Uh, now, David Olson, this Sunday is the 9/11 memorial, right? Ten uh, September 11th is Sunday, right? I believe you are correct. Okay, so do we know? The NFL, you know, opening weekend, opening Sunday, and the 9/11 Memorial. Are they planning any things? Or I'm I'm sure they're going to observe it in some way. I'm mm-hmm. not sure officially how they are going to do it. Okay, that's going to kind of put a neat a twist is the wrong word, but a uh, kind of a cool thing to the opening of the NFL season, in addition to the uh, you know memorializing one of the most tragic days in United States history. Well, I don't. I, I, sometimes the simplest things are the best. Let me give you an example. I was at the first Bears game when they resumed football in 2001. Just to review, how many? When did 9/11 happen? What day was it? It was. It was either a Tuesday or it was a okay. Thursday. Did they play that immediate Sunday? No, they, they didn't. didn't. They didn't. Okay. I don't think they played for a couple of weeks. Really? Yeah. See, yeah. I forgot. Okay. Yeah. No, they. They canceled everything okay. so when they came back what happened um they had uh they had the military honor guard a guard out there they gave everybody that came in the stadium an american flag and then before the game for the national anthem they unfurled a flag that was as big as the football field oh yeah that's right i do remember that and when they pulled that thing out 
I mean, there there must have been yep. 60,000 in the stadium. You could have heard a pin drop. It was so quiet. It was just, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just, it was almost surreal. Pretty cool. Yeah. They might, yeah. might do something like that again. Wouldn't hurt, you know, if, do the exact same thing all over again. Mike, you were pretty uh, young when 9-11 happened. How, I was a sophomore in high school. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember how your high school teachers handled it? It happened, what, about 8, 9 in the morning? So. Yeah, it was fairly early. I was in a, I was in a study hall that okay. morning. And, you know, my history teacher, we, we know him pretty well because he, you know, it's a, we, it's a very, North Shore is a very small school, so. So you were at a small high school. Okay. Right. You, you have the teachers, you know, they coach. You know, they're advisors and you see them everywhere. So you know, they how their reactions and, and how they respond to things. And there was a girl next to me and we were, we were both sophomores and we, you know, we were friends at the time. And we both looked at each other when he, Mr. Uh, Mr. Dishilly was our teacher and he came in and we all, we knew something was wrong immediately with the way things were acting and you know we asked him and he said you know someone flew a plane you know into the buildings but we didn't understand the significance at the time because we hadn't seen anything Mm -hmm. and you know that was really all he told us you can tell how how much it affected him because you know he's from the east coast area now as the day went on did the uh especially with a small student body did you guys gather together watch on tv or was it classes resuming as normal with maybe a few updates they gathered they gathered us together and and as a for like emergency community gathering type thing that's one of the things we like did in the hallways where we you know everybody came together and made different events and our head of school, you know, talked about the day and, you know, allowed people to call okay, cool. family members and everything out there. But we were sent home immediately after school because mm-hmm. all sports practices that were canceled. Right? Okay. So that's really what I remember most about the day. I don't really remember what happened after we found out. I just remember, you know, when we were told where mm-hmm. I was. And that sports practices were canceled throughout, yeah. you know, that day. Well, there's still, still that dramatic tense or intense is probably a better word moment when, you know, you had that, you, I think people had heard that a plane had crashed into the World Trade Center. Right. But at that point, people are just thinking, you know, it's a horrible accident, you know, uh, a terrible tragedy. But, you know, when that second plane hit, and then all of a sudden you, you just go from one thought processes to a completely another, from one emotion to another that you totally didn't expect. I think all of us have. It's almost hard to put into words, but that feeling where it not so gradually went from, you know, bad accident to terrorist attack. And then we started hearing about the other planes. And at that point you didn't know how bad this was going to get. That's a, boy, just a surreal, Time and I think people went through it again. It's it's almost hard to put into words, but it was a uh, unique experience as a high school kid. That had to be a kind of an interesting experience. And I'm glad the teacher brought you guys all together because if it's classes as normal, you might not have really experienced some of that. Right? Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure anyone really knew, like you said, how to feel. And you know, it was kind of we weren't like you said. None of us really knew the significance until actually. Later going home and then seeing what had happened on TV. 
And then you really learned how bad it was. Mm-hmm. All right. So we will see this Sunday uh, for the NFL games. We'll we'll see uh, what kind of tributes. I'm sure there will be some. And like you said, David, sometimes the don't overdo it. The simple ones can be the most effective. Yeah, David. Right. And what they're going to do is they're going to synchronize the tributes for both the 1 o'clock game okay. or the noon games and the 3.15 games. Cool. It's all going to be synchronized all cool. at the same time. Excellent. And then for the Sunday night game, um, they're going to have a music performance uh, in Hoboken, right across the uh, right across the bay from uh, cool. the Twin Towers. So very cool, very cool. I heard uh, uh, Michael. I don't know if the rumor is true or not for the Bears. They're going to actually have the giant flag and they're going to unveil it slowly, pull it all the way out the giant the size of the stadium. But the surprise is inside the flag. Is going to be the head referee, uh, who's going to be Ed Hercules. What's his name? Ed Hercules. Ed Hercules. And Ed Hercules will actually be in the middle of the fight. And then all, everyone's going to like start throwing him up and Hercules will be going up and down. Oh, okay. I'm not, you know, could be they, a rumor. That's what I heard. Do they have the strength to do it? You know, he is the <laughs> strongest ref pound for pound in the league. Uh, well, no better way to start the NFL season than have Ed Hercules, uh, referee again. I love Ed Hercules. Yeah, hopefully he's making the right calls in the first game. <laughs> Yeah, last year's first game was not so good. Not so good for him. Oh, goodness. All right, uh, and let's sneak peek ahead before we make our picks. Two Bears, the team that you root for, my friend, taking on the Atlanta Falcons very aptly from Soldier Field in beautiful Chicago. Uh, how do you see that game shaping up? I, I'm one, I'm probably one of the few people that actually think the Bears can win this game. It's at home, and I think everything the Bears do this year, as per usual for a Bears team, will be based around the defense. And I think the Bears, you know, have the defense to play well and keep up with the Falcons and stop them offense and stop them from a defensive point. So I see the, I see the Bears winning this game. Falcons favored by three at Chicago. It's one of the better, probably top three, top four, at least on paper anyways, NFL games to open up the start of the season. Bears, uh, you forget that they actually made it to the championship game last year. Even though, quite frankly, everybody here in Chicago knows we weren't that good, but still got to the championship game. And, Michael, a lot of people are picking the Atlanta Falcons to be real good this year, if not win at all. Yeah, actually, the Bears' first three opponents are probably, I'd say, the top three Super Bowl contenders, yep. or as people would say, in the NFC. So it's it's going to be a tough start for the Bears. But, you know, we'll see, well, you know, the Packers, you know, as Jay Cutler said the other day, you don't win 13 games and you're, you know, be, you're a bad team. So the Falcons. No, but you could win. Who won 13 games? The Bears? The Bears were 10 and 6. Ten, Falcons won 13? Yes. Wow. That was according to Jay Cutler at his press conference the other really? day. Last year the Falcons were 13 and 3? As far as, as far I'm as shocked. I can remember. I'm both shocked and dismayed. I like to be shocked. Dismayed bothers me a little bit, but thank you for shocking me. 13 and 3. Matt Ryan is, you know, another QB on the rise. Ooh, He's start, solid. Starting to settle, starting to settle in. and Yeah, that's one of the things that scares me is the Bears defensive secondary. Still, you know, people say it's a little bit shaky. And then the strength of the Atlanta Falcons is their passing game. Matt Ryan, you know, just a pure good old-fashioned drop-back quarterback in his, what, third or fourth year. But he, he came into the league as a rookie, and he looked like he was about 30 years old. I mean, that guy is wise beyond his years, and he throws to, what, Roddy White, Julio Jones, the rookie, Julio Tony Jones. Gonzalez, the tight end, got a lot of weapons. 
Yeah, he does. But you know, Julio Jones, the Bears. I think they they can compete. You know, it's early. Teams are a little might be a little rusty, and you know they always say that it always takes a little time for the offenses to catch up. And defensively, I think the Bears. I think the Bears can do it. Mike Burrow stepping out. Might be a preview of his Beat the Schmoes predictions. I know he's going to call in tomorrow if he pulls off another wedding in San Antonio with the new girlfriend excuse. You know, we, we might buy it for week one. That's not going to come through for week two, Mike. So, uh, we will assume that might be one of your picks and Beat the Schmoes tomorrow, but I hope it comes true. Hope it comes true. Falcons are favored by three at Soldier Field. Right. So, and typically what? The home field's worth what? Two or three points? Something like that, yeah. Okay. But I think you know the Bears. I have I would venture on saying that I would definitely pick the Bears. Okay. And if you are a Bears fan or a Bears scout, you want to be watching tonight's game because, correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Moreau, but the next two games we play after this Sunday, you alluded to it, the top three teams right off the bat. Uh, the next two teams we play are playing tonight. Right. Right. It'll be a huge scouting opportunity for the Bears. Okay. You know, hopefully they're all at home watching. Well, the two of us, forget about that. I think the two of us should scout. Do you want to take uh, Packers defense or Packers offense? I'll take Packers defense. All right. I'll, I'll make sure I cover the Packers offense. And uh, New Orleans D or New Orleans offense? Uh, I'll take New Orleans offense. Okay. Very good. We'll, we'll compare notepads when we come back, okay? All right. Sounds good. Just draw a bunch of figures on there, and we'll look good. 888-463-6748, the phone number. Uh, talk a little NFL football season opens up tonight. And uh, sneak in a little baseball talk. The U.S. Open, by the way, which is on the screen right now. What was it? Two days ago, I was talking to Joel. and Joel was making all these, you know, uh, political comments and, uh, you know, the uh, – global warming, all these deep things, and, and I'm trying to concentrate. But these stupid TV screens keep distracting me. Now, today it's Roger Federer, not that distracting, but it was Carolyn Wozniacki playing some female with the last name Ova. Which, oh, you know, I think that might have been the replay of yeah, was it last year's championship. It could have been, you know, there's like, what, 45 females with the last name Ova on the, uh, you know, Petronova... Over and under, I don't know who it was, but at any rate, uh, I was highly distracted by the women's tennis on the screen. I can see that. At least it wasn't, you know, the sound wasn't on, so you didn't have to hear the grunting. Yeah, yeah. But every time Carolyn Wozniacki would, like, you know how they lean over for their tennis serve? You know, to concentrate on the serve? The particular dress she was wearing, let's just say my ability to concentrate on Joel's global warming diatribe, I wasn't fully engaged. Yeah, I, I can definitely see how global warming <laughs> at that point might not be so important. Yeah, well, I was experiencing some global warming, but it had nothing to do with what Joe was talking about. At any rate, uh, the men's tennis is on today, but rain, I guess, the last couple of days, the U.S. Open, huh? Right. It's It's been a very strange situation, I'm sure, for them. And I think I didn't quite exactly catch what Nadal said this morning, mm-hmm. but I think he's pretty frustrated with how the uh, U.S. Open has handled it. He sure he thinks you know he says that you know the Grand Slam's a big deal, but he doesn't think that the U.S. Open is looking out for the players' safety. What is he getting mad at the uh, maintenance people or? Well, I think he, I think more than anything, he thinks that the U.S. Open is trying to you know, push them out there so they can stop pushing things back because you know when you know they push things back, it costs them money. So he's more worried about his safety than, you know, the U.S. Open trying to make some money. Getting him out there in potentially dangerous situations. Okay, I was not aware of that uh, mini-controversy. Right, I think that came across the bottom line this morning. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, very quickly, Mike Murrow, our NFL football expert, will make his U.S. Open women's tennis predictions. Wozniaki against Petrovic. I'll have to take Wozniaki. Uh, Vera Zvonova against Sammy Stoser. I go, I'll go with the first one. With the Ova? <laughs> with the Ova. Always bet the Ova. Okay, very good. Andrea Petrovic taking on Anastasia Pavlichenkova. God bless you. Um, I'll go with Pavlichenkova. Ah, really? <laughs> yeah. In uh, an upset. Mini upset. Mike Moreau stepping out. All the, uh, Andrea Petrovic fans out there, if you want to complain to Mike uh, about that prediction, you can send the emails to Mike2Guys at AOL.com, the particularly nasty or threatening ones I'll make sure I pass on to Mike. Wow, shocking prediction. And finally, uh, as Mike Moreau making, you know, there's no better radio than Michael Moreau making picks in the quarterfinals of women's tennis. It's as good as it gets, Mike. I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a huge expert. I love watching tennis. <laughs> Serious? I mean, I actually, you know, I'm not in as I'm not okay. in the tennis as much as I used to be. Okay. But I wish I was more of an expert in making these All picks. Right. Flavia Panetta against uh, some lady known as Serena Williams. I'm gonna go with Serena Williams. She's I think. Roll. I think she's the even though she's a lower seed. I think she's the she's the lady to beat. Mm-hmm. Could be a Serena Williams Caroline Wozniacki final. The uh, men's. Are also playing for the right to go to the semifinals too. We'll keep an eye on the U.S. Open. All right, eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. The NFL season does start today. I feel bad, David, not uh, having the big dog here because he's usually a big part of our football preseason show. But technically, according to station regulations, federal rules, guidelines, IDs, and other specificities, we got to make our picks today, don't we? I'd say so. It's in the rule books. I'm looking at it right now. I don't know. David Olson might have found, is there an addendum? Well, no, you just skipped this game. Well, but we're making, no, 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 I, not, not Pete the Schmoes picks. Oh, okay. All right. I'm talking about, you know, the pick the winners in the division, your NFL Oh, yeah, champion, yeah, 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 you can, yeah, sure, why not? Go All right. I feel bad doing it without the big dog, you know, but. I know, well, well it, it. Moment of silence, if we could, for the big dog. Okay, that's long enough. All right, Mike Moreau, well, I don't want to put pressure on you. Yes. I don't want to put pressure on you. You're the man today. Okay. And, again, anybody that wants to question Mike's picks or make some picks along with him, NFL preseason show or a prediction show, if you will, 888-463-6748. You can always email us at mike2guys at AOL.com. Remember, that's Mike short for microphone, M-I-C in the number two, mike2guys, AOL.com. All right, real quick, let's start off in the uh, – the uh, NFL, NFC rather. Okay. Uh, let's go to the North Division, the Chicago Bears Division. The obvious pick is the Packers, but Mike Moreau is not necessarily an obvious guy. I'm going to have to go with the obvious pick on that one. I think, unfortunately, I think Green Bay is the best team in the NFC, and I think they're the team to beat. All right, so we got, i got to mark these down here, so, you know, for verification. All right, so we got Green Bay in the North. I almost said Central. NFC Western Division. Yes, David. Oh, I, I was going to give my take on it. Oh, go ahead. Uh, you got you got to look at history with the Super Bowl winners, particularly over the last decade. Um, the fo- the year following a Super Bowl win has not been kind to the returning champions. For that reason alone, I don't Ooh. think they're going to take the division this year. Okay. Bears, I, I, Lions, Vikings. I like the Lions. Wow. I really like the Lions. Wow. To make the quantum leap. To make the quantum leap based on their schedule. Based on their schedule. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and if they can keep Matt Stafford healthy, apparently, Mike, he had a in the preseason he looked like you know one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL. The kids just got to stay healthy. Yeah, and that's a a huge problem for them. And I'm one of the people that's not so high on the okay. Lions yet, okay. just because I'm not sure. You know, they have to prove it. You know, they've been one of the up and coming teams over the last few years, but. The big question, like you said, is can they keep Matt Stafford healthy? Mm-hmm. And uh, they've already lost, you know, one of their Mikel Ashore for the year, a guy they were counting on. Nick Fairley's gonna miss the first week, yep. and one of their big rookie DTs. You know, they still have Sue on defense, but offensively they have Calvin Johnson. But I mean, if they can't keep, I don't know. I just don't. I just don't see it yet. All right. I like I like Detroit to get a lot better. You know me. I like to pick against the grain and uh, pull off the upsets. But uh, I'm right with you, Mike Murrow, and I said it yesterday. I think people are over. It's hard to underrate or overlook a returning Super Bowl champion, but I think people are. They are a little bit. They were. It was, it's very strange how little the Packers yeah. got talked about. And I still think Aaron Rodgers is the best thing going out there. I love that kid. I'm picking Green Bay to go 15 and one, and obviously they're my pick to win the Central. Wow. All right. NFC South. What do we got in the South Division? New Orleans. You got um, Saints. The Atlanta Falcons. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. That's a pretty strong division. Right. And those are the, and Carolina. Those are the, but you know you don't have to talk about Carolina. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to go 0-16. All right, who's your pick? Show's over to love. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Oh, wow. Woo! I like. I really like Josh Freeman, and I like wow. their – I think they're not, a, they're not a young team, but they're definitely an up-and-coming team that Josh Freeman, you know, let, you know – yeah, they had a lot of fourth-quarter comebacks this year, but I think Freeman is ready to take the next step. Shocking. Absolutely shocking, ladies and gentlemen. That's what happens when you send a young kid to a wedding in San Antonio with a supposed girlfriend. He comes back one week later making wild and crazy predictions. It might be residue from some of the shots of tequila he might have been partaking in. But the Tampa Bay, over. A couple of people's Super Bowl picks, New Orleans and Atlanta. David, I'm assuming you were not in a wedding in San Antonio last weekend, so you will not shock the world with a prediction. No, no, no. I do like I do like Tampa Bay though. I think they're a definite wild card team. Yep. But uh, the Falcons are the class of the NFC. Okay, I'm with you on that. Again, I'd like to go against the grain. I'm gonna. I got to pick Atlanta also. I think New Orleans big drop off. Oh, you think you're not too high on them? I could be wrong. Could be completely wrong. Probably will be. But I just got a feeling, and it's based on Drew Brees hitting the wall. All right, NFC West. Who do we got there? St. Louis Rams, Arizona, Arizona, the Cardinals, Cow- San Francisco 49ers, and Seattle Seahawks. Huh? The Seahawks. He said the, oh, the Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah. I keep forgetting they're in the the NFC West now. That division's a. I think that division is a. You flip a coin and and somebody you know somebody will come out on top. So, I guess I'm gonna go with the Jim Harbo. I'm gonna go with the Rams. Wow. I think I think Sam Bradford is going to be a stud NFL quarterback, and once they start building around him, that team will be a team to compete, you know, reckon with in that division every year. I think. Who's the coach of the Rams? Lenahan? No, it's former Giants. It's uh. Oh yeah, Steve. I Pagnato, or Pagnato or something. Yeah. He's solid. He's. I like. By the way, the Detroit Lions coach, just to support your cause, David. I like him a lot. Schwartz. Jim Schwartz. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. 
solid. And by the way, just to, you know, I don't want to bring back bad memories for the Bears fans, but let us not forget, Naya, you can argue till the, the day is done about that controversial call with Calvin Johnson last year. You know, to me, that play was a touchdown and the Lions should have beaten the Chicago Bears. That was a clear touchdown catch, even though technically, according to the new rule, it wasn't. But let us not forget that, uh, Rather inauspicious start for the opening day of the NFL season last year. Did you get get David David's pick for the West? Uh, Arizona Cardinals, obviously. Obviously, uh, oh, it's oh, wow. obviously. I yeah. don't think there yeah. is an obvious in the NFC West. Oh, in that way. Well, I mean, that's this is probably the worst division in football. In my yeah, opinion. that's that's why it's not so obvious. But there's only one team that really. I mean. Keep in mind all the moves that the Cardinals made in the offseason. Brand new quarterback, picked up a ton. They, they picked up like half the Steelers roster in, in free agency. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think they're going to run away with this division. Okay. So you really like Kevin Cobb? He's got a lot to prove. He's got a lot to prove. I mean, he'd be in, you know, tossed to the wayside in Philadelphia. He's got a lot to prove. So I think he's going to step up. Plus, look at his offensive weapons. Right. Yeah. By the way, if Kevin Cobb is listening, I do have one suggestion for you that can help. Throw the ball to Larry Fitzgerald. I think that's that, how hard that's could it be? Pretty good one. <laughs> Can't be that hard. All right, I'm you know, I've gone with Atlanta, gone with Green Bay. I'm going to go back to my tradition and go against the grain, shock the world, go with the hunch. You're all wrong. You're all wrong. The team everybody's picking for fourth place is going to win the division. Petey Carroll and the Seattle Seahawks really are think, going to bring home the bacon in the uh, NFC West. You think Tavares Jackson's going to you know, reignite with Sidney Rice to take over Actually, the division? Actually, I do. I've always been a Tavares Jackson fan. I think he's pretty underrated. I I never knew he was really rated. I don't think he he showed me much okay. in Minnesota. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. Michael, if you're lucky, we'll have you back in 13 weeks and we can discuss. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. I'll be ready for it. All right, who are we forgetting? The NFC Eastern Division. I'll be rumbling, stumbling, bumbling as Philadelphia, Dallas, an injured New York Giant team, and Rex Grossman of the Washington Redskins. Before David Olson picks Rex and the Redskins, Mike, you go first. I'm gonna have to go with Philadelphia. I don't really like any. I don't like the. I don't think the Cowboys are gonna do anything. That Philadelphia defense is still pretty shaky in Dallas, I believe, and Tony Romo still hasn't shown anything to me to prove that. He's a decent NFL quarterback. The Redskins are just terrible. Rex Grossman's their starting quarterback. <laughs> John, John, you know, John Hall is a 28 year old fourth, fourth sec. I don't even know what John, year. Who, John Beck? John Beck, yeah. sorry. He's in the, their backup quarterback couldn't beat out Rex Grossman. So he's a guy that, he's the guy they wanted to take the job, but you know, Rex played a lot better. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the Giants, I really don't. I've never believed in Eli Manning, despite him being a Super Bowl winning quarterback now, and him thinking that he's a top five, top ten quarterback. Well, brutal preseason for the Giants too, as they lost what about four, three or four key starters, three or four guys, and I think two guys are at least out for the season. Yep. So. Yeah, so they're they're banged up. You never know though. Sometimes the uh, the wounded animal is the most dangerous one. But all right, so Philadelphia, David Olson, National Football Conference East. I agree with Mike on Philadelphia, although I think Dallas is going to give them a run for their money. And that would be my team. I think Dallas is going to be one of the surprise teams. They got uh, the semi-maniacal, if not half-deranged, Rob Ryan coaching the defense now. Yeah, he right? is. That guy is. You think Rex Ryan is wacko? 
Rob is, is you know, if Rex is on the ledge, Rob jumped off the ledge, and he happily jumped off the ledge. But uh, somehow or other, I think it's going to work. Romo, a little bit of a comeback. Miles Austin, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I just got a hunch it's going to be Dallas. All right. How about the wild card teams? Wild card. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Bears and Saints. Bears and the Saints for Mike. All right. Marking this stuff down. David, you want to take a shot at the wild cards? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers and the Cowboys. Packers and Cowboys. Okay. And I picked Green Bay, Atlanta. All right, so Philadelphia I'm going to pick as one wild card, and I will pick the, uh, what the heck, throw caution away, Detroit Lions, my second wild card. Okay. Over to the uh, AFC. What division you want to go first, Mike? You, you. Make the call. Let's go off the AFC West. All right, AFC West. Who are you picking? San Diego, the uh, the favorite, probably. If, Sa- if San Diego does not win the division this year, I think North Turner has to go. There, there is no one I think that can really win that division. So there it is. His first prediction in the AFC: nobody will win the NFC West. That is a surprise pick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just think the Chargers are the the team that should win. Okay. This is the, the another division. It's kind of like the NFC West, where there aren't very you know the teams in there are very like you don't Help really me know out here. how we they're going to come out. We got San Diego, Kansas City, Denver. Oh, forget right. about Denver this year. Right. And who else? Oakland. Oof. Right. Tempting. All right, but you're picking San Diego. Sort San of Diego, like, right. Because there's no one else who can – it's not like you're a huge charger. No, I'm not. I mean, I don't, I don't really care for any particular team in that division. Mm-hmm. I think the Chiefs though, are a team that will give them a run for the division okay. if San Diego does falter. All right, David Olson and uh, AFC West. I'm going with the Chiefs. Casey. I'm going with the Chiefs. They were the surprise team of last season. They're coming back with the exact same team they had last year. Yeah, I like the Chiefs. So I, I think they're going right. to take the division again. Call me back when we pick the wild card team because I think I'm going to be right with you. But against better judgment, and uh, scientific studies have shown it's not healthy. It is not good for your overall health to agree with Mike Burrow on football predictions. But on this one, I will agree with you, Mike, and pick San Diego. I think it's great for your health to agree yeah, with I me. I don't know. There's, there should be like a caution in that warning. Agreeing with Mike and his predictions too often can be hazardous to your health. But, yeah, I'll pick San Diego as well. All right, AFC South. Uh, who do we got in the South? Tennessee? T- Tennessee. Was it, I can't, Pittsburgh? Pitts, no, they're in the Central. I can't I think get, of it off the top get, of my head. I get so confused. Jacksonville? Jacksonville, the Colts. No. The Colts are an interesting pick, obviously, because you don't yeah. know when and if Peyton Manning's going to play. Jacksonville, a lot of people think discombobulating. Tennessee, brand new coach, brand new quarterback, all kinds of. Uh, and is the Houston Texans in the South too? Yes, okay. that's yeah, the other. It's team. Houston, Tennessee, Jacksonville, and Indianapolis. Okay. Comes down to two teams in my eyes, Mike. Yeah, it's it. It all depends on you know when Peyton Manning comes back. Shows Houston, over to them. Houston, you're right. Houston, <laughs> Houston is the team that you know they're the team that everyone's been loving to pick the last couple of years to make the playoffs. But they're a team that, for some reason, that always seems to plateau in you know December for some reason. So I think for now I I have to go with the Colts. I think Peyton Manning will be back. 
in time to win some games. But if he's out for a significant number of games, I think Houston will win it. But I'm going to go with the Colts for now. David Ols? Houston Texans. I think I, I think now that I think that now the streak is broken for Manning, there is no rush to get him back, and I think he's going to be gone for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tend to agree with uh, David. I'm going to pick the Houston Texans. I sort of, you remember my pick with the Minnesota Twins, a franchise I completely respect. Dave. Even though they compete with my Chicago White Sox, I just think the Twins are a great organization. They approach the game the right way, beautifully coached by Ronnie Gardenhire. But I said at the start of this, this is just going to be one of these years. For the Minnesota Twins. I'm going to repeat that prediction for Indianapolis. Fully respect what they're all about. Love their offense, the way Peyton Manning handles it, their coaching staff beautifully. I just think this is going to be one of these years where you just wipe the slate with Indy. I'm going to go with the Houston Texans. Yeah, and I think them not taking having a backup quarterback seriously is going to come back to bite them in the butt because we talked about this last week. You know, they've never, they've, you know, kind of taken for granted the backup quarterback because Peyton's played 208 consecutive, or played 208 consecutive games. Mm-hmm. So they never really drafted a guy. They were seriously thought, oh, if Peyton ever gets hurt, we'll have a guy to come in and play. Kerry Collins going to be starting uh, this Sunday. The guy they picked up, what, about a week and a half ago? Two, yeah, two weeks ago. Oof. Now I'll say magically knows the yeah. offense already. Yeah, well, you know what? The guy's been around. He's run some different offense. So pretty sharp dude. And he's, he's not a bad quarterback. He just blocked for him. That's all I can say, because he can't run. No, he can't move. He's a, he's a stone He's, <laughs> he's a not stone a young wall. man. Yeah, yeah. Protect the pocket, please. The offensive linemen for Indy are going to be under the gut. All right, AFC East, Miami Dolphin. A lot of people like the Dolphin this year with the Reggie Bush. Okay, now the Ravens are in what division? Ravens are? Central. Central. Okay, right. so who do we got in the East? We got the... Uh, the Jets. New England Patriots. The Jets. Patriots. Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dolphins. The Jets, Patriots, Bills, and Dolphins. Forgot about the Buffalo Bills. All right. Let's see if Mike Moreau shocks the world and picks the Buffalo Bills to win the AFC. I won't put pressure in. Then then that's that's when you might say agreeing <laughs> with Mike Moreau's caution to your health if I pick the Bills. I'm going to go with the Patriots. I'm still I'm still not I'm still not sold on Mark Sanchez. And that's, I'm still among the people that think he's going to have to do something in the regular season for, you know, team, to beat teams. And I'm not, I'm not sure he's there yet. Yes, he's been to, you know, a couple of AFC championship games, but I'm still not too sold on him yet. Yeah. He's got to, he's got to bring it a little more, I think. They, they're a team that significantly counts on their defense. All right. New England Patriots to pick. David Olson. By the way, the three of us have not agreed across the board on any one pick yet. And we're going to continue that trend because I do <laughs> like the Jets. And I okay. think yeah, Mike has every right to question Mark Sanchez, but um, Plaxico Burris and Derek Mason in the receiving core now. Now he's got some weapons. He can stretch that field a little bit more. I, I think they're going to be tough to beat. Okay. I am going to agree with Mike and uh, eminently disagree with David Olson. I think the New York Jets blow up this year, and they become one of the big disappointments. That they, I think spontaneous combustion is going to hit, and that team's just going to blow up. I got the New England Patriots winning it, and my wild card team will come out of that division, and it won't be the New York Jets. All right, one last chance for the three of us to agree, folks, making our NFL preseason picks. Still time to join us, but uh, you better get in when the getting's good. 888-463-6748, our phone number, a little NFL 
preseason prediction show. You can always uh, put your comments in, or you want to make some picks, you can do it via our email, too. Mike, two guys at AOL.com, M-I-C and the number two. Mike, two guys at AOL.com. If you're a female out there and uh, you don't believe that Mike Murrow, you don't, you're not buying the story like me, that Mike Murrow actually has a steady girlfriend and he brought her down to San Antonio, he still might be. We've always advertised him as single and available. Because that's helped our ratings. <laughs> but if you're a female out there who's not buying Mike's story and think he might still be there for the hunting, uh, email us at Mike2Guys at AOL.com, M-I-C and the number two. We'll see what we can, we can work out. Mike2Guys, AOL.com. All right, real quick. NFC or AFC Central Division. Who do we got? The Raven? The Bengal? Steelers. And the Browns. Ooh, that's an interesting division. I think for that division, I'm going to go with the Ravens. I think this is the year Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco finally steps up, steps up and proves his critics wrong. So I'm 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 gonna I'm sticking with the Ravens, and I think their defense is gonna be just fine. They're getting a little older, but they have a ni- nice mix of older and younger guys, and I think the Ravens are gonna step up. Mm-hmm. I'm on the same page, and I'll take it a step further. I think this is the year the Ravens go all the way. Wow. I think they're going to win everything. Wow. It's not a bad pick. Uh, finally, after going through eight different divisions, we all agree on one. As much as I'd like to be dysfunctional here, I also will pick the uh, Baltimore Raven. You say that you know he proves the critics wrong. That's a little strong because, I mean, the guy's played well. He's been a above-average, very solid, if not really good NFL quarterback, what you're saying, though, is the critics don't think he's the guy that can get you to the Super Bowl. Right. They think he's the guy that will get you close, but he'll never be okay. the guy to take them over the top. Okay. Joe Flacco. Okay. All right. So we got the wild card team. I'm going with a couple of surprise teams for the wild card. I'm going to go Kansas City. Your pick, David O. And I'm going to take the Miami Dolphin out of the AFC East. I'm playing it safe, and I'm going Steelers and Patriots. Never heard of those two teams. <laughs> yes, Mike. I'm going to go with the Steelers and Jets. Steelers and Jets. Super Bowl. David Olson, the Ravens winning it all? Over the Falcons. Over the Falcons. How about that? Michael Moreau. Super Bowl pick. Yeah, that's that's definitely putting me on the spot there. But for now, I'm going to go with the... I, I, I'll go with the Ravens over the Packers. Baltimore over Green Bay. For now, you know, some Mike said that. Mike will officially make a Super Bowl pick uh, 10 weeks into the season. <laughs> Just like a smart man will. <laughs> I'll tell you what, because I did put you on the spot. If you want to make, you can email us too, and, you know, but you got to do it before 7 o'clock tonight. <laughs> Tip off right. time when Green Bay takes on New Orleans. By the way, Barack Obama making a speech tonight, right, David? What, 6.30? 6 o'clock. Okay. Okay. By the way, you know I tend to be liberal and democratic by... That just seems to be the way most of my views go, but I have thoroughly enjoyed, thoroughly enjoyed watching the Republican uh, debates. And if you're looking for good entertainment, Mike Moreau, on a slow night, the Republican, these guys are, it's entertaining. Lots of different personalities, and I will tell you this, even though I eminently disagree with a lot of their opinions, they're they're all, boy, they're good. These, These moderators and other candidates try to back them in the corner. These guys are, they're sharp. They're sharp. They're very savvy up there standing in front of a, you know, national audience, not knowing what the questions are, being fired on back and forth, and uh, they're pretty good. 
pretty good. A Rex Santorum, a Michelle Bachman, even uh, what Herbert Kane is that the guy's name? Herman Kane. Herman Kane, solid. He's got a little bit of Clarence Thomas in him. Herman Kane. Ron Paul, who's always you know he's the he's the Joe Flacco of the Republican candidates. Rick Perry and Mitt Romney. It was interesting too how they put the favorites in the middle. Perry and Romney were right smack in the middle. Now, is that fair? The two guys with them, and then Michelle Bachman was right next to him. She's having a tough time keeping up with the guy, but that was good stuff. Yeah, she kind of buried herself last night, I thought. I mean, I thought she, so. she, you she, watched she, it, okay. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, of course I did. Yeah. Of course I did. Entertaining. Uh, no? Aggravating. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll put it that right. way. I'll put All it that right. way. Because, I mean, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I'm thinking one of these. One of these guys is going to be our next president, and it's—I it, don't think it's a good thing. Yeah. Me and David will talk after the show. By the way, just to finish out my Super Bowl pick, I am going with a repeat. The Green Bay Packers will become a dominant, dominant team this year. They'll knock off Philip Rivers and the San Diego Chargers in the uh, yeah in the champion in the Super Bowl game. Chargers are Chargers are a bold pick to go to the Super Bowl. Yep. Green, well, they're a popular pick, too, it seems like. All right, we got to wrap up the show. Michael Moreau, any activities you'll be involved in this weekend? We know we got a little high school coaching, but uh, where else can the fans find you? Any other part-time jobs we need to know about? Um, no, that's pretty much the big one, the high school game. That'll be a really big game for these guys, and I'm excited for them. Beautiful. Beautiful. Good luck to the Raiders. No weddings this weekend. No weddings this weekend. All right, hopefully I haven't totally destroyed your relationship, but up-and-coming relationship with this fine female, and... Uh, no trips to San Antonio either. No, not this weekend. I yeah. wish I could go back. They have some great Mexican food. Yeah, I haven't been there. Riverwalk, pretty nice. Pretty nice, yeah. All right, cool. All right, Mike, thanks for coming in. We'll talk to you tomorrow, folks. Brady Stiff in the house as we preview uh, some college football as well. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow at 10 o'clock. TalkZone.com. Two guys and a Mike signing off.